hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 12th Man Podcast, thank you for joining us today. My name's Adam Tinian, joined here by Michael Ross. Hello. Hello. Alright? Yeah, I'm alright, yeah. And also, Rob Williams is here. Good evening. Look how fucking smart you two are. Oh, sorry, I dropped an F-bomb a bit earlier there. Look <laughs> how smart you two are. What's going on? Straight from work. Straight from business meetings, you two. Yep. Busy well, people. I haven't got a tie. He's got a tie. You've got so cufflinks, though. More. Cufflinks, though. Well, they're the, they're the cufflinks <coughs> you buy with the shirt. Oh, so. they're, the, uh, they're those little yeah. elasticy ones. So I, I am that cheap. <laughs> you know fair I'm dues. tight. Yeah, yeah, fair dues, mate. <clears throat> nice old Fitbit there. Is that helping? I think I've lost a little bit of weight, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got a smartwatch here, and it counts my steps. I don't do anything with that information. If I don't hit my target, I don't do anything different. No. I just, if I, if I get a vibration saying, you've hit your targets there, I'm like, yeah, cool, another beer. Why don't <laughs> footballers wear Fitbits? Well, they have those sort of bra things, don't they? That go around no, their chest. That must and be it? uncomfortable. This is, this is well, you can't really have stuff on. I remember seeing Eric Cantona come on in the 90s, and there's pictures of him with his shirt up in, like, 95 or something, and he had one of them friendship bracelets on. Going on the pitch in a Premier League game, can you imagine? Do you remember the old, uh, the old silicon bands, <coughs> the old um, yeah, and, the uh, anti- the black and white interlinked ones. Yeah, Stand, everyone just wore them because it was a fashion statement, and people wore them not, like, all the way up their arm, and not because they actually cared about what the causes actually were. And you can say a lot about old, um, what's his name, that cyclist, Lance Armstrong. Chris say, say a lot about Armstrong Lance being a bit of a cheat, but he didn't have to raise a lot of money for cancer, and he's only got one ball, so done his bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true story. True story. I'm just saying. On that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> should we explain why we haven't been here for two weeks? Should we just? If you want to, yeah. I think it's, you've. Got I don't to, really want to. You've got to apologise, really. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, you've been away. We turned up, and me and Michael at the door. What it is, right, listeners, is that and no, none no of these response. none of these 21st century gents are particularly techy enough to record an episode <laughs> without muggins here. And I was, I just couldn't get, Mate, it. I couldn't get to it, couldn't do it. If 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 the, if the equipment wasn't halfway across the country, then true, I, I probably would have halfway across Europe. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, mate. Um, we we could have used the old cup and string season, next time, couldn't we? And Good news though is that the next time I'm away will be just after the World Cup final, so we'll have a whole World Cup, a bunch of episodes for the World Cup, and I'll be here, listeners. So we'll be. I don't know. We haven't sorted out a schedule yet for the World Hello. Cup, have we? Not yet. But we're gonna. Hello, Adam. Can you hear me? <laughs> what we were saying about dad jokes, yep. <laughs> Rob, before we press play. Next time you're a niece, I can talk to you in a cup. I mean, <laughs> this is really not audio worthy. It's very visual, the joke you're making right now. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Do I like... sound better now? No. You... Rather than now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's move on. FA Cup final. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to talk about it, to be honest. It hurts. It hurts deep. Jesse Lingard hurt. Did you see him? I don't think it's worth it. I did see Jay Ling's, yeah. Well, the thing is, that I, my frustration as a United fan personally is um, the same frustration I've had all season with United. I mean, going into it, actually, Chelsea became favourites in the morning. I don't know if you... I don't really do a lot of betting, but I guess a lot of people were lumping money on on Chelsea. So they became favourites pre-match, but I think United were favourites in the build-up for the week. But yeah, it's the same frustration as always, is that they're just frustratingly shit. They've got so much talent, and they just don't... You know, I mean... All right, the penalty was poor. It was a poor. It was a definite penalty. Poor bit of defending, but on the whole, Smalling and Jones were okay. You know, you can allow your defenders one mistake, but it's double, annoying when that this, one mistake costs you the game. You know, what's this double jeopardy rule? Where so if you give away a pen as the last man, it's not. It's a, not a red card. Whereas no, it's if not, you did it outside the box. That's that's it. Yeah. So if you if you do it if you give away a free kick as the last man, then you will get sent off because it's only a free kick. But if you give away a pen, you only get a yellow because I guess a, a penalty is more chance of being a goal. Statistically speaking, more penalties are scored than are saved. You know. It doesn't so, make any sense. Well, it does because you think you know it used to be the case that you'd be down to ten men, and you'd be one nil down. Whereas now you're only one nil down. You know. Yeah, but don't make stupid challenges in the box. Yeah, but it was a genuine attempt to go for the ball. And that's the other pit. That's the key thing, isn't it? I think if it's a scythe, you know, a terrible tackle, then fair dues. But genuine attempt to go for the ball, as that was, as poor as it was. I think was. if he didn't make that tackle and Hazard did get his shot away and it went in, I know the angle was tight anyway, mm. you'd be like, you'd be questioning, why didn't you make that tackle? Yes, I think that's true. Without a doubt. Yeah, but you don't have to make a tackle. You just dive straight. Don't dive into hazard. The thing is, though, dive you know, straight, I mean, that and it kicked the ball against you. It looks easy when it's slowed down in it to the tiniest degree. 
in real time, you know how canny Hazard is. You know how close they have to be together for that tackle. It wouldn't have mattered if Jones hadn't gone near, gone on him. It would have engineered the the contact. You know, it's what top players do. Anyway, it was poor positional play in the <coughs> first place. Anyway, so Jones should, in my opinion, shouldn't be going to the World Cup. Well, we'll talk about that shortly. We're going to have a bit okay. of section on the England squad, but um, yeah. I, <laughs> Actually, listening to what Paul Scholes said about it, and and I tend to agree with him, is that he took off Lingard and Rashford just at the point where United were just starting to be a bit incisive. It was on about 70 minutes, you know. And he left Sanchez on for the whole game, who literally did bugger all. I can't remember. Him, I can't even remember seeing him on the pitch for the whole game. You I know? thought Rashford is awful. Um, Lukaku apparently said he wasn't fit enough to start, which I think is poor effort for that, personally. Out, yeah. yeah, personally. That might, that might align quite nicely with the betting. Very Ozilish. Maybe. True. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's why Very who, sorry? Ozilish. What's that mean? Picking the picks and juices game. Oh, Ozil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. It's, it's a shame because you don't have that sort of thought about Lukaku. He seems like a bit of a tough nut. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like he'll do what he has to do. But, you know, I suppose players these days are a little bit different to what they used to be with the old painkilling injections and stuff. I've listened to a really good podcast recently. It's called We're Not Playing Snooker. Andy Goldstein and Ian Wright. This is a six part, just a bit, a bit of bants really to promote Ian Wright's new book. And it's just so interesting. Like Ian Wright, now fair dues, he's in his 50s and he's got a fused ankle. Um, so that's a consequence of him having to play through serious pain-killing injections um, for the 1990 FA Cup final, 1991, Palace v United. Mm-hmm. Um, and in later life, that's really screwed him over. So I guess that's why players don't Does do those sort of things now. Then? He's got a bit of a hobble, yeah. But he, and you can see yeah. he, he's he's a bit bigger than a lot of ex-pros, you know, because he can't really train, you know. Who? Ian Wright. Ian Wright. <coughs> he's yeah. not. No, I mean Premier League players are small anyway, but you know he's he's a bit bigger than the others. But he can't he can't really he can't run he can't do stuff. You know he's got a fused ankle. So okay, funny though. Highly recommend that podcast. Very very funny. Right, he's a proper ledge. What a boy. Um, but yeah, so for United, I mean we're going to talk about the managers. Let's t- we're going to talk about some other managers going, but let's talk about these two managers in particular. So Conte, what's he said? He said he wants to stay. They were doing inter- interviews after the game, and it was, uh, Gary, it was Gary Cahill's interview was the interesting one where they were asking him about Conte, mm-hmm. and he didn't come out and say we're really it. behind the manager. Yeah. yeah, he didn't kind of yeah. He didn't support the manager. He didn't support. He didn't. He didn't do. He didn't do either. Did he, he didn't do enough. You know, players should come out and say, "Oh, we really want him to stay," and all that. You know. Yeah. Okay. But but he, none of the players that interviewed who asked the question about Conte went on to that kind of okay. um, emotive kind of level. I like um what Giroud said. He says I'm I'm not in the uh I'm not in the inner circle yet. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's I like, don't think he's Mate, ever I've been here six months, don't ask me. I don't think he's ever gonna be there. Right. <laughs> there was a funny little thing going around, you know, it's always the old um Arsenal versus Spurs bants. And the Arsenal fans are still taking this one. Giroud's now won more FA Cups than uh, Arsenal and Spurs have in the last fifty years. <laughs> he's won four out of five. Obviously, three out of four with Arsenal win it, and now he's got this one with Chelsea. So, go on, Giroud. Better than Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Conte, we've been thinking all season's going to go. It actually now looks more than ever like he might stay. I don't know what to make of it, though, to be honest with uh, you. He's definitely going. You think he would definitely go? Yeah, yeah. he's definitely going. Um, no, no better time to. I, I think Arsenal should genuinely hang about and just wait until well, it happens well I was going to talk about Wenger when we talk about the others but um, just to jump into that now quickly a bit of a tangent apparently Emery from PSG has been confirmed as I don't know if he's confirmed but certainly it's Talking almost deal done yeah. Arsenal, yeah yeah. but I'm, I, I'm, I'm behind you there Mike I think Arsenal should have gone for Conte I think he's a he's a proper proper winner and he mixes it up as well and that's what a lot of former Arsenal players have said is that They've had it too easy for too long, you know. Wenger's just lets them get away with stuff, and and that's refreshing. Going back to the Ian Wright, Ian Wright podcast, you know, he went from George Graham to Wenger, and he said it was just night and day. You know, Graham would have a go at you when you're coming in two 0 at half time, and you, you know, he's having a go at you two 0 up. Whereas Wenger would just let it settle, even if you're losing at half time, you know, because he'd let you be men. Whereas Conte would go in there completely opposite. And I don't know what Emery's like. I don't know if he's the sort of manager that will go in and be different to Wenger. And I think they do need something different, you know. Yeah. I didn't it seems a bit this, uh, samey to me. Exactly. Um, <coughs> what's the difference between a head coach and manager? Well, I think that head coach is what a lot of clubs want you to be now. They don't want you to be a right. manager. They don't, don't want I was, you to be a manager. I was, the t- I was looking at the team sheets United, um, United Chelsea mm-hmm. for the FA Cup final. Bring the team up, and they had <coughs> they had uh, Antonio Conte, head coach. Uh, and when they brought the United team, it said uh, Mourinho, manager. Mm. 
Yeah, it's it's almost a bit of a dying breed with uh, the the likes of Mourinho, but they like to have more control. And what that essentially means is they get to spend the money, they bring the transfers, and they and they also bring in their own backroom staff. Whereas a lot of clubs are like, look, we've got a backroom staff in place, bring in one or two, fair dues. Um, and they're like, you know, we we can't sanction. You can imagine a club. If the point I was going to go on to next, if Mourinho goes this this summer, I don't think it's going to happen. I would like it to happen, but I don't think it's going to. But can you imagine they've spent two hundred million last summer? And he's gone in 12 months, and then someone else comes in and spends another 200 million. That's what the club, that's the point, isn't it? The clubs don't really want you to be a manager, so to speak, anymore. They want you to be a first team coach and just deal with the players you've got. Mm-hmm. So, Go so uh, Ante, uh, Conte strikes me as wanting to be a manager. Mm, yes, I think so. But he's been shoehorned into Chelsea as a, as a head coach. He was actually very frank when he came in, in his interview himself, and obviously he keeps getting asked the questions, and it's always the same media trained answers, you know. But he said, um, I can't change my style. You know you know what you're getting. You sign Antonio Conte, you know you're going to get a, an abrasive style. Mm-hmm. You know, But it works. It delivers success on the pitch. So, you know, it's a bit of a trade-off. But I don't know. I could actually see him staying. Genuinely, I could see him staying. <clears throat> but over to Time Manchester. Over to Manchester. And I, I think, honestly, I think Mourinho's... He's had his day. Jose's style of management has had its day, in my opinion. And maybe it's a knee-jerk reaction. Got maybe if United league, have, maybe if United would have won this to, this trophy, then I might have been saying something different. But no, you're right, second in the league, but and over eighty points. You know they've had a good season if you look at it on paper, but it doesn't. The, the league table lies. Everyone says it don't lie. It lies. There is no way that Manchester United were the second best team in the league this season. Well, it's Liverpool, wasn't it? Or Spurs. Spurs are too weak. Either way, though, they both played much better football than United did. And this is the problem, you know, and uh, I don't know, he's, he came in in 2004 and he, he just bossed it and it was at a time when Porto were defending their way to the Champions League and Greece were defending their way to the Euro 2004. And that's not the way now, the way is to attack your way to titles, you know. And it's not just because of one season with City, it's, you know, look at last season with Chelsea, look at 2009-10 with Chelsea, 100, over 100 goals, you know. Let's look see. Look at the Leicester. Yeah, the Leicester's the counter-attacking football. Even if you want to give up possession and be counter-attacking, it's more interesting than what United fans have got. And the problem also that I see is that, and I'm putting this down here, mark my words, guys. I don't have a good track record with betting and gambling, but I'm telling you now, Martial will be the next De Bruyne and Salah. Cast off by Mourinho. He's roughly the same age now that both of those were when Mourinho cast them away. He'll come back in a couple of years to haunt United, I guarantee it. And he'll be, he'll be, he's going this summer, so the, so the uh, rumours say. I don't think he's got the mentality. Martial, really. We'll, we'll see. I think he's got the potential. He just needs a good manager to put an arm around him. Depay's bossing it, isn't he? Hat-trick for Leon, yeah. Got him yeah. in the Champions League, didn't he? Last game of the season. We'll do a little European roundup at the end of it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel sad that you know it's like we've, traded, we've already traded off um, Martial slash Rashford, who had that left-wing berth for Sanchez young players for established players you know now we're about to trade off for Willian apparently that's new the, the new rumour United are really going all out for but, Willian but class yeah okay fair dues but that's not you want to we've got a 50 million pound teenager Martial okay he's not a teenager anymore but you know he, he, the potential's there it's all there all the raw ingredients are there it's just so frustratingly shit but wh- why doesn't he deliver week in week out because he's not given the chance. I think he's not given the chance. Yeah, but he's and a he, teenager, he gets, though. He gets yeah, so he needs to be given the chance. caned as well by Mourinho. They get given a chance. They don't deliver for one game. Mourinho says, now you can stop asking the questions. Now you see why I play Lukaku every game. Everyone says to me, why, why Lukaku, why Lukaku, why Lukaku? That's why. And he's having, in that instance, having a pop at Rashford, who led the line in the, the Brighton game, the, the second to last game of the season, where Brighton beat Man United. <clears throat> Mourinho is... Rashford can't we've finish. We've got Luke Shaw. Look at Luke Shaw. One of the best potential left backs in the country. I mean, this is slim pickings. We were jokingly talking before before we started recording today, saying about how Ashley Young's been one of the best left backs in the country. Fabian Delph's been one of the best left backs in the country this season. One of, I'm not saying the. Luke Shaw, look at the potential we've got there. It's, it's the new Ashley Cole. He used and to he's bo- been destroyed. He used to boss by... it for Southampton, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. It's a shame. It's a shame. He's going to. He's. I, I. I bet you that Mourinho will not win a title. And he'll be off in a couple of years. Maybe the end of next season. Maybe halfway through. He's just not good enough for United anymore. United need better. I certainly don't think Paul Pogba's happy with the style of play. <clears throat> I think you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Don't think he'll be happy with his finish. <laughs> Did you see that, go- that chance yeah, he had? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shocking header. Yeah. 
But the underdogs again, as it was last season. Chelsea were strong favourites, remember, and Arsenal done them, as it was again this season. Well, slightly different. United weren't strong favourites, but they were the favourites nonetheless. Anyway, enough gassing about United. (laughs) Enough gassing about United. Well, next in my running order, I've got the England squad, but did you want to talk about Champions League final first? little preview of the CL final. Well, there's not much to talk about, isn't it? Liverpool going to beat them 5-0. Game over. Yeah. On Champions League. What Done. bets you got on? Michael, Michael does silly bets. Ronaldo will cry. Michael does the 4-0, the 5-0, 6-0, 7-0, you? you? always put a pound on each of them. What are you saying this time? Can you imagine if it was 6-0 or 7-0? You should probably put, you should probably put at least 6-1. <laughs> I'll definitely say boys. one. Yeah. The odd goal, yeah. <laughs> I can't see Madrid not scoring. What was the game recently? Was it um, Roma? Yeah. And it was 5-0, wasn't it? And Roma, it Liverpool. 5 Two, uh, yeah, in in Rome, and uh, no, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. And, and at five, Michael's messaging our group chat saying, "Oh god, I didn't go for eight now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had five, six, and seven nil. Five, six, and seven nil. Yeah, yeah. and then they scored they one score straight two. after you said yeah, that. Great, wonderful, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> um, no, so, but so I think it's I think it's destiny actually. So um, I think on two of the occasions that Liverpool won the European Cup, hmm. um, the Pope died. Uh, there was a royal wedding. Right. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because this is just. I'm not a particularly shit. superstitious person, to be honest with you, Mike. But carry on. No, but no, carry on, no, please. No, tell no me. come on, please. please the, listeners are, the listeners are on the edge of their seats. <laughs> Ro- royal wedding, Pope died. Pope's not dead, mate. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Until <laughs> Ramsey scores. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a joke. Oh, the yeah. Pope shit himself. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Okay. Is it a joke? It's something about Pope, pope shit in the woods or something? Is the Pope shit in the Champions League final? Toilets? No, it doesn't work. No. Doesn't work. Um, I think Liverpool have got to be favourites, haven't they? Yeah, got, they've got to be favourites, surely. The de- Re- Ma- Madrid's defence this I week, j- Ken just gone, was appalling. What happened this week? Uh, they drew. I think they were two two one up, and they ended up drawing two all. Did they? But their defence just didn't look organised at all. Marcelo so sloppy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, d- I genuinely think they're going to get taken apart by Liverpool, but. I think I, I can see a similar sort of game to the way Roma went, where Liverpool might get a couple of goals and then they might concede a couple of goals. Do you know what I mean? Might might with Ronaldo. It's going to be four five or something. Yeah, stupid, I, I think yeah. you're right. I think it's going to be, be a one, scoring will it be game. one in ninety minutes. Yes or no? Fifty mm. yeah, fifty. Yeah, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. But not pens. Looking forward to it though. Looking forward to it. Also, very much looking yeah. forward to the uh, playoff final earlier that day. Should be a good one. That should be. Shouldn't it? Villa, um, Villa versus Fulham. Yeah, yeah, should be good. Villa under Bruce, under Steve Bruce, isn't it? I hope Fulham get it. I hope Fulham get it, but uh, I do like bit old Brucey. I think this is like United connection. More I than don't like else. John Terry back in the Premier League. No, he won't though, will he? He said he won't play against Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah. So what will he retire? Do you reckon? Or US? No, US maybe. Retirement, pick and choose, retirement league. Yeah. Anyway, back to the Champions well, League. Yeah. I just want to talk about it. Go on then. I just want to bask in the glory for a few minutes. Right? Is that okay? Yeah. 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 I mean, you talked about United for so long. About 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So yeah, I've but got we're now got, 40, 13, 40 minutes. Monday, we're going to talk about the Champions League final. It's the, literally the only thing we've got to talk about uh, ne- next Monday, next, uh, next week. What the team's going to be? I'm excited to see the teams. Is Alexander-Arnold going to play? Is he yes, going to free kick, top corner? It's a shame about Salah, though, isn't Magic. it? That training injury that he got. Is he he's injured? Yeah, hamstring. Shocking. <laughs> Poor guy. Jokes. <laughs> no, da- mate, it's going to be... Fake dad jokes. <laughs> Salah, Firmino, Mane, I reckon. I'm just taking a guess. Big boy carries and goal. What did you say? Salah. Salah. Firmino. Oh, money, money. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We'll do a full debrief on Monday. We'll have a, we'll have a big chat about it. Yeah. That's it. You Are you done? No, no, no. Sal Coutinho. It. I don't even want to say that name. Okay. He's got a world this weekend, didn't he? Apparently, yeah. It's not, it's I, not I, that I, good. We just watched it before this podcast. It's not that Average. Good. You're listening to the 12th Man Podcast. England squad. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's give our opinions, shall we, guys? Let's do. Start, <sighs> off, at, start off at the back. Start goalkeepers. with the goalkeepers. Anyone surprised that Hart didn't make it? Yes. I'm a bit so surprised, I'm, I'm just looking at the Google roster of England players. Okay. It's got Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy, Joe Hart. Yeah, that's probably not what you should be should looking I, at. Should I delete <laughs> it? I, I, I'm looking at the actual squad. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at... I, I, I know, but I'm just saying, Google, that's what Google thinks. I'm glad you're nice and prepared for this episode. I think that, that's what Google thinks is 
What, he's is got England's more caps. third best player. Joe Hart's got more caps than anyone in, in the actual squad, isn't he? Um, yeah, Pickford and Butland now done, weren't they? Yeah, and Danny down. <laughs> Even though Butland went down, and uh, Nick Pope though, yeah, surprised me. He's not. He's not. He's not going to play a game. Exactly. Unless both of them pick up injuries. Do you know what though? I heard this the other day that apparently um, North Korea. I don't know which World Cup it would have been, which one they were in. It might have been South Africa 2010. They took one keeper. They took two. Oh. But then they were told that they have to have three, and they had to designate one of their outfield players to be a goalkeeper. So they just put him on training with the goalkeepers. That <laughs> <But> obviously <laughs> never played. He was the third choice keeper. But can you imagine World Cup's over because. You're now a goalkeeper. <laughs> That's crazy. Game. It's ridiculous. What, so they couldn't even bring him on as a outfield player? No. That's bizarre. I know That's weird, isn't it? Because you remember, we've looked at it recently, David James played up front for Man City in the Premier League. Yeah. He had a jersey with number one on the back, you know, an outfield jersey. Um, so it's a bit surprising. So I, I thought I thought that um, Joe Hart should have gone. Yep. Uh, for experience, he's the most. Is he, he's now the most capped England player. Yeah, now Rooney's not yeah. there anymore, yeah. So in this squad, um, Cahill is the most capped, and but he's not a first choice, is he? No. To be fair, and Shearer made a good point. Come, what was the point? He said <laughs> that the twenty-three man squad is the best twenty-three players in England. Right, should go to the World Cup. Should go, oh, yeah, and that, that, and that is a fair point. That <coughs> Joe Hart isn't part of that. There's three better mm, yeah, guys okay. in England that are better yeah. than him this okay. year. Okay? I think that's, that's fair. But on to give Joe Hart's credit, um, he was involved in a... Is it 12 games in qualification? Yeah, he was involved was in all, it, all of them. 12 or 14. Or was he? Well, all of them? Yeah. I'm pretty all, sure all, I'm pretty all, sure all, he started... Every, every game. He, sta- oh. he started every, every single every game. Single he game. started every game. In qualification. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's 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 a bit naughty, isn't it? Of old Gaza, And then he, because he didn't, I know he didn't play the two the two friendlies, did he? No, he didn't yeah. play the friendlies. And then he, sh- and then he shipped out. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, what about other ones? I mean, there's a few that are just nailed on. You know, Walker's nailed on. Um, we well, got Danny Rose, John Stones. Uh, I think Young is a good good take there. Alexander Arnold is a controversial one. I agree, he's he's very talented kid. He's he's a, he's going to be a top player. But he's, he's uncapped, so it's a strange one to get in now, not even playing the last couple of friendlies, you know? It's only 60 quid, mate. Yeah, but it's controversial, isn't it? Go. Speaking to the mic, please, Michael. He will start behind. It's only 60 quid, mate. Yeah, he will, I, go. I he will start. I, I reckon he will start faintly. behind. He will start behind Walker and Trippier. Yeah, I think so too. He won't start behind Trippier. <clears throat> but he also plays left back and midfield. The thing he about this squad. He will start behind Rose and. The thing about <laughs> young, this squad. Young. Yeah. And it's it's all over the squad. All the players play different positions. Mm-hmm. They're all utility players. They're not the best person for that position. Mm. I don't understand Gareth Southgate think his thinking. What's the point of taking utility players when you should pick the best people in each position? I, I don't get it. So what you're saying, Glenn Johnson should be there? Yeah. Proper right back. Proper right back. Yeah. Gary well, Neville no. as well. Where's no, Ashley no, Cole in the squad? Let's talk about defensive midfield, midfield. I think defence, I mean, central defence speaks for itself. But they're looking at playing a three, aren't they? This is what everyone seems to think with Walker on the right of a three. He's not a centre-back, though. He's, and he's much. He's a much better weapon going forward. What is England's formation? There's no style. <clears throat> well, the 3-5-2 seems to be the general consensus, and that would probably mean that Trippier starts on the, as the right wing-back. With Walker as a centre back in three, it's not going to work alongside um, Maguire and Stones is the thinking. Possibly Cahill, Stones. Hopefully not Phil Jones and Stones, but Stones will be in there. Where where's this come from that Harry Maguire is actually a good decent player? Uh, I don't know. But then again, this does doesn't this just show you the um, lack of talent depth of of talent depth, in yeah. the uh, sort of England roster at the moment. John Terry could still walk back into that squad. I think you're probably right, to be fair. Yeah, and that's that. We're knocking Harry Maguire. He's a Premier League defender, but for when you look Leicester City for a Premier League champions, I mean, he wasn't there at the time, but <laughs> but um, you think back to what we've had. That's the thing. We're spoiled. You know, Terry, Sol, and Rio, and Carragher couldn't even get in the squad. You know, we've been spoiled. That's that's the that's the problem. Sol Campbell. Yeah, fucking Sol Campbell. You don't like him, do you? <laughs> nah. Why? I don't know. It's just something about him. Think about his face. He'll always be remembered for that. Was it where he dived? 
and he just slid for ages. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was a top player. To be fair, he he talks down to you when he when he talks. He's like he looks down his nose and he sort of blinks a lot. I don't like it. Watch him in interviews. I'm telling you. Uh, midfielders, Delph is the only really weird one for me. Really? I think. I think. Loftus cheek. Well, I was going to say I'm looking through this and I think Dyer definitely, Henderson yeah. definitely, Ali definitely, Sterling and Lingard definitely. Loftus cheek is a. I like Loftus Cheek. I like him a lot, to be really fair. Good. And then so Delph is the only really strange one, really, because he's not played as midfielder all season. But looking at the way they've sort of li- lined this up here, he's the kind of cover for Dyer, really, as the holding midfielder. You think about his position. He's not been put down as a mid- as a defender. Not that you have to designate to that degree. You can do what you want on the pitch, but I don't uh, understand Delph. Yeah, it's a weird one. He's a good player, though. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's sort of saying he's terrible. He did play a starting role in most of the games this season for the champions of the country so he's a very good player I just think we uh, again we've been spoiled haven't we you know there's no Lampard and Gerrard that's the problem <clears throat> even Owen Hargreaves what would you do for an Owen Hargreaves right down Michael eh um, Welbeck that boy Welbs what's he doing in the squad that's a weird one for me he's definitely got some dirt on Southgate I think I <laughs> see <laughs> He's always done well for England. He's got a good record for England. I don't know what exactly what it is off the top of my head, but Who I know he's about? Danny Welbeck. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, we're only recording a podcast here, Michael. It's very important. Good thing it's not live, isn't it? He's not even listening. He's on his phone right now. Listeners, what we have to deal with, honestly, Rob. Metaphoric tumbleweed. <laughs> um, obviously, Kane and Vardy. Ugh, I suppose Rashford makes sense as the third third best striker, English striker. But again, that to me shows the lack of talent because I don't think Rashford has done that well this season at all. I think the, I think this um, this this sentence sums it up. Arsenal's Danny Welbeck was a surprise inclusion up front, but nevertheless he brings experience to the side. Experience of what failure? <laughs> Do you know who scored more goals than Danny Welbeck and Rashford and he's English this Joe season? Cole? No, this season. So, uh, um, question before you finished. I've forgotten his name, but he looks like big bo- our, our boy Dan. Glenn Murray. Murray. Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray scored more goals than Rashford, more goals than Welbs. Not got looking. I mean, yeah. Just like what Shearer said, the best players in the best position in, the, in their positions in the country. Well, he is the third best behind uh, Vardy and Kane. What do we Your do? Guess is as good as mine, mate. I'm not saying I want Glenn Johnson in the squad. To be honest with you, was, you know. Danny Welbeck <clears throat> Danny Welbeck makes Arsenal worse Rashford cannot finish what I think he's looking at is options right if you had a 4-4-2 we're covered we've got what we need there right Yeah. if you make it a 3-5-2 also covered you bring a centre midfield centre and you get you put your wing backs up the pitch that's why he's got Young because he's played in that position all season that's why you've got Trippier you know um, if you want to play a 4-3-3 then you go with two wide players alongside Kane. Vardy's the backup to Kane. I hope Vardy doesn't play out wide. Desperately hope he doesn't play out wide. Such a waste. Um, but you'd put probably Rashford and Welbeck or maybe Sterling in those attacking wide positions, you know? I think that's why he's done it. Options. Do you think we've actually got a chance? <laughs> no. A chance, no. A chance of what? Not a sneaky peek. No. Got a chance of getting out of the group in second. I think quarterfinal semis, mate. Last sixteen, mate. We're going out. You could pick a pick a team of Brazilian players that haven't been called up to the squad around Europe, and it would be better than this England squad. Let me reel the names off the off the off the tongue. Sterling, <laughs> Kane, Harry Kane, World Player of the Year contender, Raheem Sterling, midfielder scoring nearly twenty goals this year. Yeah. Right. So what you're saying? Do you want to hear a proper team? Fearless. Do you want to hear a proper team? A team that the exuberance Ed- of youth in Alexander Arnold. A team that Edison can't even get into because the beautifully named Allison is in front of him. Read read me the runners up. Right. To England. Marquinhos, Thiago Silva, Marcelo, Danilo. What they got on the bench in defence? Casemiro, Fernandinho, Paulinho, uh, Coutinho, Philip Coutinho, Willian, Fred, 
Is he still mate? No, Fred. Different, he's different Fred. He's <laughs> different Fred. Yeah, different Fred. That guy up front. That <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. not him anymore. He's not him anymore. All no. he can do is head the ball. <laughs> he was so The wrong bad. way. <laughs> this Fred plays for Shakhtar. It's like, how, that, how did that guy make the Brazil squad? <laughs> what? Is it the same Fred? It can't no, be. No, it can't be. It can't be. I think it's different. I think it's a midfielder. It has to be. Yeah, he's midfielder this one. Yeah, that's definitely a different player. Fred from yeah. Shakhtar. Uh, up top, Neymar, Gabriel Jesus, Firmino, Tyson. Never heard of him. Douglas Costa. Decent. Uh, let's yeah. have a look at um, Argentina. Would you like to have a guess at the strikers? One, well, two, I Icardi didn't make four. It, and four. he would make... Yeah, he'd start for England. Just guess the four strikers that Argentina have got at this World Cup. Aguero. Yes. Higuain. Yes. Uh, Come on. Come on. It's only tip of your tongue. I mean, he's only the most famous player in the world. What are you saying? I know, he's midfielder. Messi, he's a forward. And Dybala. Dybala, yeah. What a fucking piss take. Now say those Seriously. names. Now say those names that you just said. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Vardy. Vardy. Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck. <laughs> How far down the list do you think Welbeck would be in Argentina's team? Welbeck. So how many strikers are ahead of Welbeck if he was Argentinian, honestly? It's just an it's an absolute joke. We've just got no chance. It just reminds you. I mean, Romero is the uh, first-choice goalie, Man United, you know, sub-goalie, but still. <clears throat> first man. Defence. What, for the RGs? Well, that's where they fall down, yeah. I think, isn't it? Just going through names here. The ones that I recognise, Otamendi, of course... Um, Fazio from Roma Rocco of course yeah um, Ajax player I don't know him Tag- Tagliafico uh, Marcus Acuna from Sports in Lisbon I don't know him um, yeah I don't know him I don't know him um, but you know we, 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 we go through this all the time I mean look Belgium squad you've got Bashoy up front Benteke Lukaku Hazard Yanazai what's he doing there um, Yannick Carrasco <laughs> <laughs> What's Yanazai doing there? Ex-Sunderland. <laughs> How's he made it? KDB's there, Moussa Dembele, Axel Witzel, oh, Fellaini. I'll take Fellaini. Nine, nine I'll Golan take Fellaini retired, in this squad. Nine Golan retired. Well, he said uh, Martinez has never liked him, but he said right. it's tactical, the reason he hasn't called him up, but Martinez has never really picked him. The rumours are as petty as because Nine Golan smokes, and mm. he said he won't give up smoking. So, I mean, he's, he's a top player. Take yeah, him. he's all right. Yeah, Take yeah, him, Martin yeah. is. Bobby Martin is. Uh, I'm just going to quickly go through here. So let's have a look here. What's a Columbia uh, Falcao up top? It didn't. Who, who's um? Who's oh yeah, James Rodriguez. He's done as midfielder. Rodriguez, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, don't know anyone. Costa Rica, Croatia, of course. Luka Modric, Rakitic, Kovacic, uh, Mandzukic up top. Perisic up top. Kalinic. And he's pretty decent to be fair. This That's Croatian decent, team. Yeah. Denmark, I mean, without Ericsson, they haven't got a lot of a team. Oh, but Bent is there. Yes. The, Bent is in the 35-man provisional squad. Lord Bentner. Lord Bentner could be gracing the World Cup. I'm excited about that. Great. Um, England, let's get past that. Egypt, Mo Salah, obvs. Oh, the France team. This this might make you feel sick. So we've got to have a look here. How many strikers? They've got more strikers. Payet than the, didn't make the squad, did he? Mate, they've got more strikers than midfielders. It's not even a joke. Right, this is their final squad. Giroud, Griezmann, Mbappe, Thomas Lamar, Nabil Fekir, Florian Tovan, Osman Dembele. They've got seven strikers. And they've only got Matuidi, Kante, Steven Nzonzi, Pogba, and Corentin Tiloso. Don't know him. Tolis- Tiloso. Tiloso, by me. Five midfielders and seven forwards. Tells you everything you need to know about that, France, isn't it? That is very strong, that squad. It is, it's very strong. Let's have a look. Uh, Lucas Hernandez at the back. Um, Pres- Presnel Kimbempi. Don't know him. PSG centre back. Kimbappe. Oh, I might be a full back. Um, Pavard from Stuttgart. Benjamin Mendy, of course. Is he fit, Mendy? He did come yeah, back, didn't he? End of the season. He yeah. came back, didn't he? Uh, Sadibi, Adil Rami, Samuel Mtiti. He is so good, Mtiti. I really hope United get him. There's strong rumours. And Rafael Varane. This France team, I've been tipping them. I've been saying it for ages. They'll get there. They'll do it this time. I fancy him. Uh, Germany. Let's let's finish this because this game's going on far too long. Mario Gomez, Thomas Muller, Niels Peterson, Timo Werner. That's not that good. Tony Cruz, Meza Ozil, Gundogan, Royce. Nah, Kadira. So there we have it. England-Germany final. Boateng. Two worst teams of the World Cup. <coughs> Japan-TBC. 
Oh, I could just look at these all day. I wish I'd read these before I started this podcast because I feel like the listeners are going to get bored of this. Panama. Have Let's they got people on. with like professions? Panama, yeah. Like, Have they got their, what they do for a living? So next like, time? yeah, doctors, this one's postman. postman. <laughs> <laughs> Out of order. Um, but... We're going to do a bit more previews on the World Cup when we get to it. So let's get past England for now. So we've 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 kind of covered the controversies. What we feel just just before we do get past people that didn't make it, are you disappointed? I suppose the two obvious ones, John Joe Shelby is the most obvious. But was that more of a fan sort of thing, or you know, was he ever really in contention? Is it just because fans can see him spraying a ball around like Gerard used to, and then no, and they know that no one in the squad can do that. Yeah, but that's what you need, isn't it? But that he's got there's, there's a lot of negatives to his game as well, though. Is what I mean, you know? Yeah, he's a bit, he can't use a bit of a loose cannon sometimes. I would have taken um, Lascelles. We've been saying it all season. Over. Well, maybe on this form, Cat Gary Cahill or Phil Jones. Maguire. I don't know. I, I like I, I like Maguire. I would have probably taken Shelby because he's an unknown quantity. Maybe. And uh, he he. he he doesn't offer anything different, but it's unpredictable. You don't know what he's going to do, and I quite like that. I think that's what England need. Yeah, maybe. I suppose, like as people that, have said... It's like the unsung hero, kind of. He can come on and pick a pass. He'll get that last-minute assist if you need it. I suppose that's what people are saying, you know. He's got the drive. He's got the ambition, though. That's. Mm. I, honestly... we're. I'm obviously seeing something that the, the professionals ain't seeing... I know you're a big fan of Lascelles, Rob. Uh, this guy, he's, he's England captain material for me, Lascelles. I think he's an outstanding centre-back and he's a proper leader. More so than Henderson? D- of course more so than Henderson. Definitely. But, mate, have you, you thought... actually look serious. Have you thought that we're about you to see... Se- are you serious? Yeah. Lascelles, England captain? Yes. I think he's have outstanding. Have you lost your marbles? How much? How good of a season have Newcastle had? I don't know what's wrong he's with you He's been the linchpin. He's the captain. He's the driving force behind that team. Can you imagine what's going to happen on the weekend? Jordan Henderson is going to lift the European Cup. What's going on? How we, has that happened? And we're going to make a song for him. I want, I want to be sick. Yeah, I feel a bit weird about that. Um, right, let's move past it. Um, I've got a little note to say Silent. final day of the season before we get to European Roundup. We've got about 20 minutes before we start boring the life out of our listeners. Final day Roundup and goal of the season I want to talk about. Can somebody nudge Michael? I think he might be asleep. So let's talk about final day roundup first of all, shall we? Can you made stop prodding that pa- pad, please? I'm just pointing. Just prod, prod, prod. I've uh, I've made some notes, but I can't really read them. I think it's about managers. So let's talk about Sam Allardyce, Aladici. Are we surprised? No. Seven uh, million pound payoff. But after no. Six whoa, months whoa, of work. whoa, 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 whoa. <coughs> it's like you said, Adam. Go on. Be careful what you wish for, Everton fans. Yeah. Because I think Alison, Allardyce, Allison, Allison. Allardyce would have done a good job. Yeah, uh, he'd have kept them in division. He'd been top ten next year. That's fine. I mean, what should the ambition be at Everton? It's yeah. definitely not a top six. It's never going to be in the next five years in Everton or a a, a, a Tottenham or a an Arsenal or a Chelsea. Mm. I just don't see the Everton are who they are. They are what they are. Where do they go next? Have you heard any rumours? I've not heard. Anything particularly? No. Moyes again. <laughs> back, well, back to Moyes. I mean, well, Moyes has obviously gone out of West Ham, hasn't he? And the rumours were strong rumours of Benitez, which I was very surprised about because to me that doesn't seem like an upwards move. You know, From Newcastle, Newcastle's Newcastle West Ham's very much a sideways move for me. Um, Newcastle's a massive club. West Ham isn't a massive club. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think you probably say they're about the same. They've both been in and out of the Premier League over the years. They're both kind of mid-table Premier League teams. I think well, they're very only similar. Only recent years for Newcastle. If you go back, if you go back eight years of Newcastle's history, mm. you'd have said that they were like a top seven, top six team. Right? Yeah, under um, traditionally old, old Bobby, Shearer, yeah. yeah, true, Sutton. true, and West Ham have never Sutton. really been up there. Yeah, Shearer, Ferdinand, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, but back to Everton for a second. I honestly don't know what they need. I don't, I don't know who they're after. I've not heard any rumours. You know, there's there's a big clear out looking like there's going to be in the squad. It looks like Rooney's off. You know, and I've heard a lot of pundits. I think it's that nostalgia thing. It's like they're remembering that hat trick, that one good game he had this season, where he scored that potential goal of the season against uh, against West Ham. And they're saying he's got one more season in him. Ugh, I don't think so. I think he should cut he, his losses. He went, he went about five years ago for me. Yeah, 
But I don't know what I mean. They've got to, they've got no pace in the squad. We've been saying it all season, haven't we? Well, they bought they bought Sigurdsson. Yeah. yeah. Who else did they buy? Uh, all these players. The Walcox. Walcott, yeah, he's added a bit of pace in January. Yeah, the, but the, the, the Ajax, midfielders. Ten. I forgot his name. Sillison. It's a player like Sigurdsson, but Sillison. Yeah, Sigurdsson and Sillison. Yeah, but there's another midfielder that they bought. Yeah, he's number ten from the Premier League. Not not Sillison. Oh. What Sigurdsson Rooney, and someone else they bought Rooney number 10 they bought him at the same time no midfielder I don't know but they, they the point is they got a poor team yeah. um, <clears throat> West Ham so Benitez is off the table Pellegrini's on happy about that Rob yeah, until, absolutely. Until Arsenal come in, that is. Yeah, no, my yeah, my um, my mate's a West Ham fan, and he follows this guy on Twitter. Um, he's an ex West Ham employee. Okay. And literally, he said, my mate quoted that whatever this guy says is gospel. Right. And um, when he he posted this uh this tweet, and it said CC, and I automatically thought, oh my god, that's Spanish. Benitez is on his way, right? Um, and obviously, uh, is in um, Pellegrini. Pellegrini, what Chilean. is he? Chilean. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, Spanish they, speaking, they speak yeah. Spanish. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, when when I saw the headlines that Pellegrini's sort of having talks, it took a lot yeah. of a lot of weight, I yeah, think, absolutely. off of uh, off the shoulders. But Mike Ashley needs to financially back him. We've been saying it for so long, haven't we? But we I just don't are. think he cares. All I he cares about is selling Slazenger socks out. and big sports man, direct though. mugs. He is a businessman. Yeah, he knows that they'll get less money if they drop out of the league. He's up the price for Newcastle. I, there's, there's less interest now because I saw it in the, in the press recent, um, recently that he now wants more money for Newcastle and mm. that's obviously no one's interested in buying the club. Okay, the price has gone up because there's more potential because you're keeping the manager, you're keeping there's some decent players there now. They've had a good season so price goes up and the same thing's ha- the same thing that happens, that's, that's happened for the past seasons with New, with Newcastle. Mike Ashley trying to sell the club, he can't sell it because he's not going to get the price that he wants. He demands because he's selfish. Fantastic final day win, though, wasn't it? Three yeah, three 0 Good. It was never really in, in doubt, was it, that, that Liverpool would get that fourth spot? But Chelsea didn't have to uh, Liverpool a favour <laughs> by going down early. Um, so, looking at the squads next season, there's just a couple of quick things off the top of your head before we talk about Man City and finish this off. Newcastle, they're going to go from strength to strength, surely. Even if they don't get that much investment, they're not going to go down, right? With Benitez there. Yeah, I think... If Benitez, that's the caveat. If Benitez stays. He's going to he's gonna aim... If he, Yeah, if he stays, goal is top half. Finish. Everton. Survive. Down. That's M- that. Got in mid-table, right? Well, mid-table b- survive, but bottom half of the table. I think um, Allardyce, what a great bit of business he did. He waited and waited. And do you remember when they were looking to announce? And he, it was a good couple of weeks. And he got that contract with no break clause. So they've got rid of him and he's got six million out of it. Brilliant. Six million pound payoff. What a boy. It's not stupid, is he? Unbelievable. Um, West Ham with Pellegrini. Can you see him doing anything next season? I think they'd do all right. Under the chaos, the chaos of the Dildo Brothers. The Dildo Brothers? Yeah, Sullivan and Gold. The, yeah, yeah, Sullivan Gold, yeah. They, um, they own sex shops or something, don't they? Or porn company or something. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's why they called that, yeah. Yeah, that was what that was what they were called by someone from Sporting Lisbon when they were trying to negotiate for Carvalho, William Carvalho last season. <laughs> the Dildo Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arsenal. Uno Emery comes in. What are you saying? Challenge top four? Same old, same old. Arsenal fans upset, split, divided, get rid of him, keep him. On paper, they've got a really good team. No. Come on. I completely disagree. I think you've got to look at it more Lacazette, objectively. Lacassette doesn't get into the top four or Chelsea. Didn't get in the France squad, did he? Might get into Chelsea's team. <sighs> Aubameyang scored near enough a goal a game since he's been in the Prem. Yes. Top player. Mkhitaryan yes. yeah Mkhitaryan Ozil it never did at United mate but, it, but the potential's there he can't cross the potential's there they've got to play the right positions I think they need a, they need a very they need a strong spine if they sign a top midfielder top centre back I think they could really challenge Bullshit. top four it's an enigma it's an enigma that he's any good he's, he's, no, he's not he's not great I'm glad he didn't get named in the England squad to be fair it would have been a mistake he can't stay fit 
Can't stay fit, the boy. Bellerin. Um, Bellerin, yeah. I saw an article. It's titled on my, on my Sky Sports News app. Barcelona cannot afford Bellerin. <laughs> I didn't read the article because I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even worth 10 million. Didn't make the Spain oh, squad. I don't know about that. Didn't he make the Spain squad, no? Nope. Um, let's talk about Man City for a second, shall we? This is the question that's been going around, isn't it? Let me ask you both. Man City 2018 or Arsenal 2004? What's the biggest achievement? Invincibles or 100 points? Invincibles. Yeah? Yeah. Rob? Yeah. You think so, really? I think so, yeah. See, I did ask that to my mate the other day and he said that, but he is an Arsenal fan. I thought he was just being biased. Oh, I think 100 points. Out of a possible 100... They've dropped 14 points all season. That Arsenal team had 12 draws. They, so they like got, they got very lucky with it. Quite a few shinned Sterling goals. You can't get 100 points out of luck. Arsenal are the only team to have a gold Premier League trophy. 10 points out of luck. Only team to have a gold Premier League trophy. Because the unbeaten season, yeah, of course, yeah. Do you know, uh, this gets lost in translation a lot, uh, or, or, or forgotten about through the annals of history. And I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the podcast already, but the season before the Invincibles, Wenger publicly came out and said, I want to do an unbeaten season. And they started that season amazingly. They didn't lose until Christmas time or something like that. But that season was the first team in history, in English football history, that a team scored in every single game. And it was the first time in history that... Not not in history, because there's been one unbeaten season previously, wasn't there? Preston or something in the 1890s or whatever. But since then, it was the first team to go unbeaten away all season. They had a better record away than at home that season. What, the Sorry, not... Invincibles? Not, not, no, not the season before. Because you remember, they won it, and then United won it, and then it was the Invincibles. So it would have been the 0102 team a oh, 102 or 203 yeah 3 4 was the invincibles so 203 was united won it and the 0102 team that team first team in english football history to score in every game of the season and the first team to go unbeaten away in modern history and people forget about it how, how did united win it then next year then it's crazy i don't i remember they had veron it was that was the season where they came back and did that famous 5-3 against spurs it was beckham's last season um I don't know, there was a few different factors. Van Nistelrooy was there and he got the golden boot that season. It was his only time he did. There was a few little factors and it was just wily old Fergie. Just wrestled it yeah. off him, you know. But yeah, that Arsenal Fergie team, time. arguably, that Arsenal team was a better one than the Invincibles. A lot of proper Arsenal Arsenal men say the same thing. and You know, it's about, you think about it, it's scoring every single game. Even Man City didn't do, do that and they've scored, what, 105 goals? In fact, I've got, their, I've got their list of records here. Let me just reel this off to you before you uh, say how good Arsenal were. Biggest title winning margin, 19 points. 19 points. That's more than France. That's more than Spain. We think PSG's a joke league. Yeah, but it's more compe- it's more competitive league, though. Well, who knows? Earliest title success, uh, it was actually joint with five games to go. Same as United. Most points, obviously. 100 points. And that's never been done. I believe they've said, even when you go back to when it used to be two points for a win and you adjust it, still never happened. And even in 42 game seasons never happened so that's pretty amazing I think uh, most goals uh, 106 and it was by 4 I think they beat that record by 4 which is quite good usually you only that's that's quite a big margin really usually you can go one ahead of it didn't you uh, most wins 32 out of 38 wins 32 out of 38 amazing most consecutive wins obviously that sort of got forgotten about but the record was 13 they got 18 do you know now the records in Europe Germany was uh, Pep's Bayern Spain was Pep's Barca all around the same sort of figure 2019-18 you know Um, most away wins 16 out of the 18 games they won best goal difference plus 79 plus 79 it's ridiculous. Highest average possession, 71%. Most passes in a game. Oh, no, most passes in total, 28,242. Uh, that's 8,000 more than the average, than the best before. Um, most consecutive Premier most consecutive Premier League Manager of the Month awards. He won Guardiola. Uh, November. Dece- oh, wait, where was it? Guardiola equal Conte's record of three successive Manager of the Month awards. November, then went on the one better with December. Okay, so August, September, October, November, December. No, September, wasn't it? Yeah. September, October, November, December. Yeah, yeah. four in a row. I'm, in, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. 
I just can't see him being beaten next season. I feel like I should be more depressed after having a, an amazing season for Man City and Liverpool are about to win the Champions League and United have just lost the FA Cup final. I feel quite happy though. I feel quite excited about the, FA, the Champions League final. I should be sadder, shouldn't I, Michael? Well, Man City did draw 0-0 to Huddersfield at home. Right at the end of the season. Given all those records. Right at the end of the season. I just wanted to point that out. The only games that they failed in was the United game when they could have won the title. United beat them. That that was a big one as well because uh, in United's history at home, after being 2-0 up at half-time, they've never lost a game. And that's what United did to City in that game. Um, Obviously Liverpool. Liverpool turned them over in the end, didn't they? What was it? Five... Was it 5-4 in the end? Did they come back at the end, didn't they? What, what are you talking about? The Liverpool game in the league. Um, but they blitzed them, didn't they? They blitzed them. Uh, the only game, really, that I can recall three. was the one that um, ended their winning sequence when uh, it was against Palace. And remember, Milivojevic missed the last-minute penalty, which could have been a loss. That's so still a draw. So it's a bit of luck there to gain the two points. But Crystal Palace, nil-nil. Crystal Palace, that's mm. the only one that I'm saying is that, that I think is uh, a dubious result. Because Huddersfield was after they already won the league, you know? And Huddersfield has something to play for there to stay in the league themselves so I'm not counting that against them Soz I'm saying personally Man City's a bigger achievement not great Champions League form though mm, yeah true true who did they lose to in the end? don't know oh it was Liverpool the eventual <laughs> I actually, finalist I actually though. did forget <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did yeah the only for a second only 5-1 right. over two legs goal of the season only 5-1 over two legs alright alright goal of the season in 30 seconds Leroy Sane for me. No one's even mentioned it. Got in the top 10 on Match of the Day. It was a passing move. And most of the time when you're watching a video, it's in Man City's half. There must have been 35 passes in that move. Unbelievable. What are you saying? Victor Wanyama against Liverpool. Thunder bastard. Yeah. Love it. What are you saying, Michael? I need to do my research. The one that won it in the end was Vardy. Mares over the top. Vardy first time volley into the corner. No. Um, there wasn't any particularly amazing overhead kicks this season, were there? But there, there was, was that, few, that yeah. solo goal from Soufal. Soufal, yeah. Was that, last that was last season, yeah. Um, all right, well, there we go. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Let's go around Europe. That was it. We only had 30 seconds for goal of the season. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll carry on then. All right, around Europe. Tell me. Tell me about Italy. We're going to finish the podcast on Europe. Italy. Tell me about your conspiracy theory, please. So, um, paint the picture. Tell me the scene. So a chap at work that I work with, he's, a, he's actually an Inter Milan fan. Okay. Which is why it generated so much interest for me. I was kind of looking at it and teasing him that they were kind of fifth. And apparently they haven't been in the Champions League for like the last 10 years. So it's a massive thing over in Italy. Right. Um, that they made the Champions League. And it, it was kind of all against all odds that they were going to make it. And they needed to win. Uh, and we discussed over the podcast whether it was on a goal difference yeah. or whether it was... It was um, head to head. Head to head. I think it's, it's head. Oh, no, head it's, it's head to head. It, okay. In Italy, it's head to head. Because otherwise, they would have been two, uh, one goal short. Oh, they needed to win um, by two, did they? And la- yeah, they needed to win by two. Okay. If it was goal different, so it must. So have, this was a fifth against fourth, wasn't it? So into fifth, a fifth. Fifth against fourth. Lazio were fourth. Lazio at home to Inter Milan. Um, I believe the first head to head result was actually a nil nil. I think it was draw one was or nil nil or something. Um. And uh, Lazio taking the lead, one nil. Um, Inter Milan one all. Um, Lazio two one. That was half time. Going into half time, half time, yep. Um, and then quiet first period of the second half. I think it got to around seventy five, seventy eight minutes. I think the goal was. Um, but prior to the game, and, and a couple of months before, I think. And quote me if I'm wrong, any listeners out there, DeVridge had signed for Inter, Lazio player DeVridge, the defender, mm-hmm. had signed for Inter a couple of months before for next Pre- season. Pre contract for next season. Pre contract for next season. And he was the guy that brought the player down for the penalty. I think it was a Carly brought down and Carly eventually took the penalty. Was it late as well? Uh, but it's quite. Coincidental. It's seventy-eight minutes gone. Certainly, okay. It's not a lot. Um, and Inter Milan needed to win the game. Anyway, seventy-eight minutes uh, scored the penalty. Obviously, off the back of that, two all, and then three minutes later, um, eighty-one minutes, I believe it was, um, they scored a third to make it three-two Inter. Unbelievable. And it stayed three-two for the rest of the game. And what happened? So they joint on points, but they it, go through on the head-to-head record. Yes, Inter. Mental. 
make it through. Mental. I love those last days. Day. 10 years. You don't get them, do you? Don't you remember the last, there was a, um, a Spurs versus Man City when the money first came into Man City. Exactly the same, fourth and fifth. And Spurs ended up winning it. Crouch scored against City to win it in all their millions. And I was happy as a United fan. They couldn't couldn't even get it. That was before they won it in 2012. The, the league, that is. So, um, but then, and the only other one, the only time I ever remember a massive, massive game on the last day of the season, a winner takes all, was Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid when Atletico Madrid won the league. And Barca had to win at home to win the league. And Atletico held them to a nil-nil and won the league. I don't remember it ever happening in like that. Insane. Good season though in Italy. The only real title race, really. Juventus won it, of course. Napoli fell short. I think it's decent. Italy's been quiet for a period of time now. About the yeah, last ten years. Napoli it's finished been the season quiet. on ninety-one points in second place. There's some decent teams in Italy. And decent. There's players. some really good players. Yeah. Juventus, Napoli, really good players. Even Lazio are decent. Yeah. Yeah. I You're absolutely right, mate. You look at the Inter team, man for man. Probably take them over the Arsenal squad right now. <laughs> um, and Spain, two departing heroes. Rob Torres went out, two goals. Yeah, decent. Iniesta sat on the pitch till one o'clock in the morning. Yep. What is going on there? Just, he's it, lost his mind. It was weird. Just seeing him sitting in the pitch. Like, I've not seen this. It's it's a very strange yeah. thing to do. Just reflect on all your memories, like you said before yeah. that we started recording. It's like you've played there for like. I mean ridiculous man he he's is he's played there he must have what 600 games he must have 600 appearances you know what the stadium looks like so he's got half of those at home surely yeah insane did he actually sit on the centre spot yeah why though because that was his domain yeah don't move yeah. far away from that do you reckon he had a white bum with you <laughs> oh. probably <laughs> who are you after getting yeah another hero go on Gigi Gigi oh Gigi you didn't mention Buffon of course yeah of course he's gone he's gone but he's, is he gone you heard the rumours, Michael. He's going to the US. Liverpool. What? If there's a rumour about Liverpool. No. Buffon to Liverpool. Yeah, I'm serious. No, Alisson. No. No. Buffon. Not Buffon, please. Why? Would it's you rather? Would you rather stay with Carius? <laughs> How old's Buffon? Like fifty-eight 40. now. Don't avoid the question. What's your choice? What? Would Car- you rather stay with Carius than no. Buffon? Who would you have? Buffon or Carius? Buffon. Okay. There you there go. You go. Problem solved. Well, no, because there's <laughs> about five or six better goalies in the Premier League than Buffon. Yeah, no, no, it's a shame. It's a shame old Gigi the way he's gone out. But at least he's got the title. It's there. It's uh, Juve's fourth straight double, seventh straight title. What an absolute joke that is. I feel really bad for Napoli. It was now or never for Napoli, wasn't it? Pretty much. You can see their team's going to go next season. Jorginho is looking like he's going to Man City. There's a few other players named um, that are circulating. Not Hamzik, unfortunately, Michael. He's he's staying there, by the sounds of it. <laughs> I think he's coming to Liverpool, isn't he? <laughs> Definitely not. He's got that red blood. I'd rather see Hendo, mate. Rather keep Hendo in the team. <laughs> Hamzik all day long. Um, but of course, yeah, Iniesta and Torres, of course. I don't know if they're quitting. I think what Iniesta's going to China, is it? I don't know about Torres if he's going anywhere else. But two goals in his last game. Won the Europa League, of course. US. Ship man. Yeah. Funny things to say about Torres on Sky Sports News today. Um, Rafa Benitez did an interview and said he'd like to link up with Torres again. At Newcastle? Ooh, did, did, didn't say Newcastle, he just said he'd like to link up with him again. Okay. I'd buy a shirt with Torres on. Definitely, mate. Who's number nine at the moment? Mate, he's not that good though. Gale. <laughs> Do I get. Yeah, we can <laughs> have nine. He can have number nine <laughs> off, wait, off Gale. Gale or Torres? <laughs> Torres. <laughs> Um, Alright, I think we're done guys, yeah? Should we, should we get the F out of here? Yeah, let's do it. 